and welcome back to the MPPA Alumni Series. I'm your host, Wardha Siraj, and in today's episode, we'll be talking to a wonderful individual. Her name is Manoor Shahid. She is currently a Senior Policy and Program Advisor at the Ministry of Health. She talks about her experience with the MPPA program, how important networking is, and offers advice that future students may find helpful. So, Hi, Manoor. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, Warda. Thank you for having me. No worries. So I see here that you are a Senior Policy and Program Advisor at uh, the Ministry of Health. Before we get into that, I'm going to start off with the basics, something I ask everyone. Uh, let's go all the way back to, to your undergrad. What was your background coming into the program and why did you choose the MPPA program? So, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest, I didn't wake up and say that, hey, I'm going to be, uh, you know, working in health policy as a young kid. I had very different goals and dreams. And uh, but when I started university, um, I started my first undergrad in public health and safety. Uh, and that was at Ryerson University as well. Uh, I really enjoyed that program. And I went out and I became a public health inspector. I got certified with Toronto Public Health and I really enjoyed what I was doing. Um, something that really intrigued me was uh, when we would be enforcing regulations regulations and uh, um, you know there were changes that were needed in the regulations and I knew that I wanted to work in the field where I was going to be having uh, impact on the larger population and I was also interested in research and uh, I sort of uh, you know came across some of the Ministry of Health information that was applicable to all of the public health units and I was like hmm, what is this about so um, that kind of intrigued me and got me into the policy uh, th thinking and I found out that there is a whole sort of sphere for public policy um, initially I was torn whether I should do health policy or public policy but I wanted to do something very different Different this time because I had studied health and health was sort of my bread and butter at the time right. so I did get into um, I looked at different programs multiple programs that were available and being a Ryerson student I was uh, a little bit biased because I did love the school very very much so <laughs> you know I, I applied to that program and luckily I was happy that I got into the program so that's sort of how I fell into the program right and when did you graduate from the program uh, I graduated in 2016 2016. Yeah, the one year intensive okay. program. Okay. And I did my uh, summer uh, course as well. And 2016 was my year of graduation. So fall oh. of 2016. Okay, wow. So that, that was pretty quick. And you must have had some kind of expectations. I know, like you said earlier, you had some kind of bias towards Ryerson, but you must have looked at other programs and then thought, no, Ryerson is the way to go. What were the expectations and do you think they were met? I think the biggest thing that I sort of gained from my experience at Ryerson is um, the sort of one-on-one -on -one experience you get with your faculty. I think that's something that's very unique to Ryerson and um, I had built relationships even in my undergrad with my professors, with my faculty members, with my program directors who are just there to so be supportive and be there for you when you're stuck in your career, when you're making decisions. So I think that was a huge decision factor for me because, um, um, you know, it, it, it is a professional master's and uh, I have, I, I, after I did a little bit of research, I even went into some classes and sat in uh, to figure out if this these programs may work for me. Uh, um, and, you know, uh, what I loved about Ryerson is that they, just an example is they make on your first day they make you uh bring out name tags 
um, and they're like, write your name on the name tag, right? I love that because you, they want to know you. They want to know your names. There's about 30 students in the class and they, they want to know each and every student. And I, to me, it was really important to know that I'm not just a number. Right. I am a person to my professors. They want to build those relationships with me and they genuinely want you to succeed. So I think for me, that was a huge decision factor. And then content-wise too, I really like that uh, the program focused on public policy provincial at the provincial level as well as the federal level too. So there wasn't you know one specific focus. Um, there was also urban uh, courses on uh, that are related to urban public policy, uh, related to municipal policy. So it wasn't just you know provincial or federal. Like it was multiple areas, and I wanted to keep my options open. So I think those were sort of the key decision factors for me. Right. That those are some really good points and definitely to make it more personal and not I know it's a lot different than undergrad where you have 100, 200 students in one one lecture and then you yeah. will never meet your professor at times. Yeah. Right? Is this someone who stands there, talks there for two hours? So there's a lot of uh, interaction, which I really like. I want to know um, with grad school comes new experiences. Did you work as a TA or Ryerson likes to call GA graduate assistant? Yeah. And how was that? I did, I did, and what I, that's another thing I think just segueing from the first question is um, the opportunities that are available to you as a grad student, right? There is a research assistant opportunities, there's graduate assistant opportunities, there's individuator opportunities, and I was the type of person who wanted to do everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I did everything. I invigilated exams. I loved it. It was a really good experience. Um, you know, I was putting my skills to the test. I actually invigilated for my undergrad program. So I got to work for my uh, professors who I had known from before. And um, I also did GAing as well. So I was a graduate assistant, T slash TA. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that was a really, really great experience. And of course, also as a student, financial financially, that's a huge, huge big right. for you. So it's yeah. a huge contribution and uh, the other thing that I did was um, invigilation, teeing and uh, research assistant. So I know that one of my professors, he sort of saw that I was passionate about a few um, public policy issues and I had work on, worked on an assignment and he really liked, uh, liked what I presented and he thought that I would be a good fit for this research study that he was uh, carrying out. So I took on that position as well. So I was a research assistant to him and uh, that was also a wonderful experience. And you know, that then you're gaining research experience, which is also very, very key. And if, as a graduate student, I think I've, a lot of people do enjoy that. So it was, it was lots of opportunities and I really enjoyed that as well. Right. And I know like depend, it doesn't even matter what courses you take because you have the freedom to choose certain policy issues or, um, certain aspects of, of the government that you can focus on throughout all the courses but if you had to pick a couple courses that really stood out to you and you really enjoyed what would they be so i think the one that i that was really helpful to me um especially for my interviews uh because uh the because i was catering towards working in the ops yes. the ontario public service and i um, you know, there's the the interviews are really rigorous. They're quite long. Um, there's a written component. There's a test, and then there is just you know um, HR questions that are asked as well of you. So you have to be really prepared. And um, 
I think there was a course there's uh, and it's I think it's what was called provincial policy public policy in the province something along those lines but um, I know it's it still may be offered and in that course they teach you how to write briefing notes and they teach you how to do um, you know uh, summarize information how to review evidence and uh, present ideas in a way that is catered to the provincial public service so I think that was very helpful um, especially for me when I needed to be doing interviews for my co-op position and I think it was offered in the second semester um, and it was a choice to choose it so it wasn't compulsory so if people weren't interested in the provincial course uh, this was one that was catered to people who were interested in the Ontario Public Service. So I think for me, that was very, very helpful. Um, and interest wise, uh, there were a few electives that I found to be very helpful um, that where I was able to sort of project my ideas on uh, public policy. I think one of the courses was um, offered by Dr. Grace Edwards, uh, Yalabuzi, and uh, he his course was amazing as well, where you, know, you get to uh, work in a group setting, um, you have to pick a policy issue and these policy issues really varied across the board. So they weren't just health policy or social policy, they right. it really varied. So you got to see a, pers you, a perspective of varying issues, which was helpful for people who, let's say, they want to go into different ministries, right? And they, they're stuck gung-ho about one ministry or stuck on one ministry, but then they're seeing there's these different policy issues that are being presented. And it's like, okay, well, this is actually very interesting. And, you know, this ministry may be maybe of interest to me so i think uh that was very good course as well also an elective so which goes back to saying that in you know, there was multiple options offered for courses and there i think there's there are courses available of interest to everybody um and i think they are just growing as well because the program was quite new when i was there uh and i know the list for the courses have been growing so uh yeah those were those are some of my favorite ones right i really like how they take feedback from students every year and they just keep improving like it's already i feel like personally is good structure yeah. content theory like it's all there we got the guest speakers coming in which is really good and like you mentioned there are good parallels with what you learn in class versus what you might see in the real world uh let's kind of move into co-op and uh did you do a co-op placement i did i did and it was it was a great experience yeah i got so i got um I knew I wanted to work in Ministry of Health because my background is public health mm -hmm. and uh, ideally I wanted to be in the population public health division because that's you know that's what I studied but I didn't get there were worse than an opportunity at the time in public health so I saw there was opportunity in Ministry of Health in um, uh, home and community care and so I was like okay let me apply to this uh, and I did I applied to multiple ministries but this was the one that I really wanted because this was the Ministry of Health and so um, you know like I said the you know I met up with my faculty members uh, the courses that prepared me I took all of those skills with me I studied very hard uh, you know and um, I was able to be successful in getting that co-op position and when I did um, it was a wonderful wonderful experience I did go on to be a co-op student and then I got hired on as well as an implementation consultant and since then I've remained in Ministry of Health in multiple positions so uh, I, it was a really good entrance into the Ontario Public Service and a wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, primarily because also you have your manager who's managing you as a co-op student, but then you also have your faculty member who's working with your manager to make sure that your needs are met as a student uh, and as a learner, and that there are opportunities presented to you at the workplace that are, you know, really fulfilling your goals and objectives, your professional goals and objectives. So 
um, yeah, that was a really that was a really wonderful experience. I, I really but, like that point of just being able to move up the ladder from co-op student, and they extend your contract or take you in. Let's talk about what you've been doing since graduating. You mentioned you that that you stayed with the ministry. So, what position uh, are you at right now? And can you talk about some projects or tasks you're working on? Yeah. So, um, you know, I did once I got into Ministry of Health, I I really enjoyed working in home and community care because that was very different than public health. But it's really good to, you know, do things that are, are unique and that are new because then you're expanding the breadth of your skill set. Right. And uh, uh, so I started off in home and community care as an implementation consultant, and that required me to work, um, you know, do a lot of research and analysis, uh, support our senior policy advisors in leading some of the really big files. At that time, we were really going through a transformation in the home and community care sectors when the uh, CCACs were being amalgamated into the LINs. Um, so uh, th that was a really big uh, project. So there, there was a lot of support needed there, and I was there during that time. Um, and then I knew that public health was still something that I wanted to go to because I'm, I'm a public health inspector, would love to be part of that. So an opportunity did arise and I did go on to the population public health division. I worked as a senior policy and program advisor uh, and I'm still working as a senior policy and program advisor in between uh, my our manager retired. So I also got the opportunity to work as an acting manager uh, for the Environmental Health Policy and Programs Unit. Uh, and so I was overseeing the area that uh, I was responsible for the leg legislative pieces that I was actually enforcing as a public oh, health okay. inspector. So you know, when things come full circle, it's a very nice feeling. And I was working with colleagues who I had known when I was in my undergrad and, you know, people who I've known. And so it was really, really nice. And I was now also able to apply my technical skills as well as my really, you know, uh, hard-earned public policy skills from a master's program into the into the field and uh, starting off as a senior policy advisor as well as in the acting manager opportunity. Right, definitely. And you mentioned those skills. What are, can you like name top two or three skills needed from being a student to where you are now going up the ladder, some skills that you thought you needed no matter where you went. I think a really important skill set to have, and this is outside of you know the skills you need for your interviews that you see in that right. staple OPS job. Uh, interview or the you know the template that they have it's outside of that just even the, it's a, in a really important life skill that I think I really really value is networking um, because Ontario Public Service while it's huge it's a very small world um, so when you meet people uh, people generally want to help you. Uh, I know it's sometimes people can be a little bit shy to do phone interviews and to have conversations with people and learn about their careers. But I think it's really important to do that. I think it's important to do informational interviews, get to know people and not just for jobs, um, but also to build those connections that can actually help you and serve you well when you're in your position. So, you know, for example, I'm working in public health and my um, you know colleague or somebody I had spoken to in uh, IT field, uh, for example, yeah. uh, I can pick up the phone and call them when we're having an issue with our server versus, right. you know, going through certain loopholes. Uh, so I can just, you know, have that conversation with them. And so that's why networking, I think, would be the top skill that I would uh, 
highlight because that helps you in very many different aspects. Um, the other a couple of skills that I think are really important and when you're a student you don't realize it but when you're actually working it's it's a bit of a transferable skill is when you're um, um, you know your ability to synthesize information so your oral and written communication skills they're this sort of when, when I say them out loud I know it's sort of is like oh yeah well that's common sense you should have oral and written communication skills but when you're going through those academic articles at school and when you're reading them and you're writing that briefing note and you're like oh like why do I have to do this you know but that's actually really helpful because a lot of the work that we're doing in the public service is we're getting presented with all these evidences um, that um, universities are working on that stakeholders may be providing to us that health units have worked on for example in my case so we get to we, you know you know you need to be able to review that evidence you need to be able to synthesize the information and I think those oral and written communication skills uh, that you gain in your master's program are really key to doing that where you're able to identify the most important piece of information and use that uh, as part of your policy development process so i would say uh, those two skills uh, as well as networking those are some of the top two that i can think of and then generally speaking as part of your role as uh, uh you know any field in the policy realm you know you need policy research and analysis skills and stakeholder management and a lot of those skills you can also build when you're in let's say your co-op position so those are things you can build on uh, but I think the ones that you really need to come with with an open mind is, you know, having those oral and written uh, as well as the networking skills. Right, definitely. And those are some really good skills. And I see that there tends to be the same pattern. If I ask other people, networking is like on top of it. So definitely, I remember uh, during orientation, beginning of the program, they really emphasize networking and they're like, the, your cohort is not your competition. You guys will lift each other up. And I really, I really saw that throughout the year. I don't know if it was the same for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the people who I went to school with are the people who are in all these different areas that, um, you know, I reach out to for conversations, for questions. You know, I have a colleague in Ministry of Government and Community Services, very different than Ministry of Health, but lots of intersections, right, that uh, between policies. So, um, you know, uh, I have a colleague in Ministry of Children and Youth Services, and I reach out to her if, you know, we're working on public health policy that may have impact on children sometimes you just need to pick each other's brain and you find out these things that over overlap and intersect and it's it's wonderful to have colleagues in different areas and as you said Varda, that uh you know um you're not each other's competitions you're really there for each other to build each other up uh, and i did see that quite a bit in my uh year as well which was really nice yeah. And just to kind of end off the discussion, something you wish you knew before coming into the program that future students can take as a good piece of advice. I think one thing that, and I kind of knew this, but uh, something that I would really encourage students to do is, um, you know, really, really make use of those office hours your faculty members provide because your your faculty members, and I know I said this earlier, but these are people who want you to succeed. Uh, and that's what I loved about the program. These are people who really want to see you do well. I've seen faculty members go above and beyond to make sure that every student every single student, I'm not kidding, has a co-op in my year. I think there was only one student who didn't get the co-op position because uh, she had wanted to go somewhere else. She wanted to um, do work in the private sector. Everybody got a co-op position. So, you know, you, you, 
your faculty members want you to do well. They want to see you doing well. So do reach out to them. Do make use of those office hours. Don't be afraid to reach out to people because I think people are more than willing to help. Uh, they're more than willing to have conversations. I think that would be the biggest piece of advice I'd give. Don't be scared to reach out to people. Right, definitely. So thank you yeah. so much for your time and all your, I would say, expert advice. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I'm sure future students can definitely benefit from what you had to say. And I definitely like the points of networking and just uh, reaching out. So thank you again. No, thank you for having me, Bertha. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Well, everyone, I hope that this episode was useful in terms of learning a bit more about the MPPA program, some advice, and how important networking uh, is and where it could actually take you. Stay tuned until next time.